0: In today's episode of the Brains By Bat podcast, we speak with Austin Jaworski, CEO and co-founder of the Landian Metaverse, a decentralized metaverse creating spaces for the community to experience a new level of immersive encounters. During this episode, Austin shares how the company is working with a forward-thinking healthcare group to help patients with post-traumatic stress disorder by allowing them to relive some of their trauma in a VR environment. He shares how this work was carried out and some of the fascinating results that have come from it. And additionally, he also shares what else excites him the most about the Metaverse. I hope you enjoy.
1: My name is Austin Iworski. I'm the CEO of the Landian Metaverse. Uh, we were founded in 2019. Um, we currently have about 250 employees here in Medellin, Colombia with offices in Dubai and Madrid as well. Um, I myself have been in the crypto space for a very long time. Um, So I started one of the first exchanges in the world back um, end of 2011, beginning of 2012 um, in Central America. And from there went on to do a lot of really interesting blockchain projects. starting uh, originally in sort of environmental protection uh, associated with storing very interesting data um, on the Ethereum blockchain at the beginning, and then ended up moving over to Europe um, and continuing a lot of that work afterwards, as well as doing a lot of um, legislative review and assistance with um, some of the new crypto laws that were being written at the time, which was about 2015-2016, as well as some of the sort of AML-KYC protocols that were originally developed for uh, exchanges as a whole. So myself and my partners have been at it for quite some time um, and uh, found some of the pitfalls associated with some of the other metaverses out there and decided to try and fix them.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you for joining me today. I'm super excited about this and uh, it sounds like you really have uh, quite an extensive history in this space, and I'd love to know when and how did Landian first start?
1: Yeah, so Landian was born as an idea in 2018, give or take. Um, I had personally done a bit of advisory work uh, for some of the early metaverses. Um, I was a consultant for Decentraland and uh, their gaming division, uh, Vegas City, when that was originally launched. And I had seen a lot of the issues that they were having with the speed of the Ethereum blockchain, as well as some of the graphics hindrances that were built around the issues related to some of the NFTs and running on IPFS. So we decided that we were gonna take a deep dive to try and see not only how we could make a better metaverse, but effectively one that was actually useful. And a lot of the early things that had happened um, back around that period of time, it was very you know experimental. There were some interesting things going on around the concepts but we had never really seen a proper use case where either A, someone would spend a considerable amount of time in the metaverse, or B, they would use it for something other than speculative investments. So we set out to effectively create something that was functional, usable, that you could spend a decent amount of time in, and that both individuals and businesses would find a benefit um, of either adding it to their existing sort of repertoire of tools that they had um, or complementing some of the other things that were out there
0: fantastic well it definitely sounds like there was a genuine need for this and i'm really curious to know like why the name landian
1: yeah um we've researched a bunch of different ones but we wanted it to feel like a place where everyone was a member um, and everyone represented the space itself. and at the end of the day, uh, you know we're all we're all humans, we all live in one particular place and we decided to try and give it something that seemed familiar but also um felt felt like it was part of a whole.
0: yeah, I suppose I definitely from that get the idea of land and uh, I don't know metaverse anyway, I like the name it's um it's a good choice of name and I also want to change the subject slightly. Like because I know or I understand that you do a lot of work in the healthcare space and a few years ago mm-hmm. a very forward-thinking healthcare group approached you to see if you and your team could help some of their patients with post-traumatic stress disorder by allowing That's them cool. to relive some of their trauma in a VR environment. Now I personally find this really interesting with like a background in psychology myself. Can you share how this work was carried out and what some of the results that I've come from. Yeah, for for
1: sure. So we we have a lot of different clients um you know in, in general we do things for governments for militaries for healthcare for educational institutions universities you name it. So a lot of the opportunity um with most of the clients really just comes at the discretion of them trying to understand how they can leverage the metaverse and use it for different things. So we've been working a lot in the healthcare and wellness space. Um, Originally, we had a couple of customers that were working with us to try and create sort of meditation, guided meditation simulations and things of that nature, where we were trying to effectively put people into better states of consciousness, whether it be for very short periods of time throughout the day to try and increase their overall overall mental wellness, or if they were gonna use it for a therapeutic. And throughout that process, um, we were actually approached by a couple of different groups to do a series of experiments. Um, And uh, one of the most interesting ones is the one that you mentioned, which was talking to people that had PTSD, and seeing how the metaverse and VR environments as a whole could effectively help them either cope with the trauma um, or slowly relive it in a way that was amicable without causing too much stress. Um, So it was quite interesting about that was that in the beginning, I personally um, wasn't Entirely sure what was going to happen. And I was actually a little bit afraid that there were gonna to be too many instances of trauma um, by creating some of these environments. And you have to keep in mind, a lot of these patients are war veterans, you know, some of them have, have dealt with things like sexual abuse, so on and so forth. So some of these, some of these environments are pretty extreme in terms of what actually happens. Um so the ultimate outcome uh, for us was really overall and uh, just absolutely incredible. A lot of these people went to went from taking five, six, seven different types of antidepressants and things like that um, all the way down to just a handful or were none um, after a relatively short period of time. so, It was conducted um, in 60 day, 120 day and one year markers um, with reliving each of those. And throughout that process, we did a lot of interesting things. So we, we were monitoring biometric response, everything from pupil dilation to you know, heart rate to blood pressure. Um, at one point, there was an EKG hooked up to one of the um, one of the patients, and we went through that entire experience, and um, it was it was really really stunning. But for me, it was just an example of how VR environments can be used for good, and just out of the box thinking in general to try and come up with solutions that otherwise wouldn't be possible in the physical world.
0: That's a fascinating result, and it's funny because. When I first found out about this work that you did, that was my initial reaction. I was like, oh, my word, that must be so stressful to be put back into that kind of environment. So I was so curious to know like how that turned out. And it's fantastic to hear that it is had such a positive impact. And kind of on that note of uh, positive impacts in a way, I suppose, I really want to know what else excites you the most when it comes to the metaverse.
1: Yeah, so I, I really like a lot of the work that we do in healthcare and wellness because you get, do get to see results relatively fast. Studies like the one that I was just talking about we're we're doing things like that that right now with different countries where they're also implementing things like psychedelics and so on and so forth to try and help speed those processes along. So there's a bit of a combination of different tools that are being used, which I think is un, you know, very, very useful. Um, I like a lot of the work that we do in muscle memory training. So this is anything from sports to military simulations. So we get to train people hundreds, if not thousands of times, you know, how to do something that could either be incredibly important for their career, it could be a life or death situation. So you get to sort of have people live that experience over and over and over again before they actually have to do it for real. Um, but I think the thing that excites me the most is the work that we do for overall extended learning and universities in general. So this is everything from remote education all the way down to customer service training, extended Corporate training, so on and so forth. And the reason that that excites me is because the metaverse and those training simulations have shown time and time again that people are not only absorbing but they're retaining a lot more knowledge than they would in classroom environments and otherwise and i think the bulk of the reason there is because they're ultra focused on what happens within that space while they're doing it and so i think that's quite important but in general opening up the world of education to the entire world without any boundaries associated with distance um, costs associated with anything and a lot of the different knowledge that can be shared amongst those communities that gets really really excited um, because we, we get to use these tools as, as sort of the next generation of learning with the expense of the internet and open it up to the entire world all at once so we're, we're quite excited about that
0: yeah no it's definitely something to be excited about and i love what you said there about training individuals for uh future events or just generally i think this is such an interesting technology to use for training purposes um it might not necessarily be a direct parallel but i recently had a conversation with a surgeon and they were talking about how vr and the metaverse can also be used to help train surgeons and i find that really fascinating as well and i mean there's so many use cases there's a huge rabbit hole you can go down and i do know that you mentioned there like you'd love working in the the healthcare space but like what else is on the horizon
1: for you folks at landian yeah so you know we get bigger every day um we have our own internal team that works directly with our clients but landian's being built as a platform so ultimately the work that we're doing these are effectively you know we, we call them hero projects and very large-scale use cases of what can and can't be done within that space. So the thing that's next for us is really opening up these tools to the entire world and giving people their own ability to either build whatever they'd like, work with different clients, work on different solutions for everyday problems that you otherwise would have issues doing in a physical world. And what we're really you know, looking forward to over the next year or so is getting that community engaged providing them with all of the things that they need to do the work that they want to do and i'm excited to see what they built because you know your imagination is is unbounded inside of these spaces and as soon as we give everyone the tools to go out there and conquer uh we don't know what we're going to see so we're uh, we're really really looking forward to seeing what the community brings to us as opposed to us bringing it to the community
0: Well, it's certainly very uh, exciting to say the least. And I I think you've got some great, great things lined up there. And if people do want to keep up with the work that you're doing or get involved even, what is the best way for them to do that, Austin?
1: Yeah, you can find us online at landian.io. We have Telegram channels, we have Twitter spaces, so on and so forth. So your standard channels, but landian.io is where you can find the bulk of our work.
0: Growing a company has many hurdles, from securing funding to expanding your business capabilities to ranking better on search. Each business challenge is uniquely complex. The solution to these challenges is growth-focused digital PR and marketing, and that is where our sponsor, Publicize, comes in. Publicize sets itself apart from traditional PR companies. It does not charge large retainers or churns out press releases whether you've got a newsworthy announcement or not. Publicize builds businesses' online presence and gets high quality PR and media coverage for startups and entrepreneurs who are priced out of a broken PR industry. What's more, listeners of Brainspike Back can find the tools and resources they need to overcome common hurdles that many startups face when trying to generate long-term growth by visiting publicize.co slash bbb. That's publicize.co slash bbb. that is it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. I hope you've learned something and if you have benefited from today's episode, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts as these reviews really help us grow the show. You can also follow us wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Just search Brainspike back and you will find us. We hope you join us for more episodes in the future and until then, take care. Disclosure, this episode contained a client from an Spacio portfolio company.